the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I'll continue to do my job to prepare for this great move of God that is here and now. It is a manifestation of the prophecy that manifestations and the things that will happen have never been recorded in the history of the church. It means to say, since the book of Acts. So this is going to manifest in our generation if we continue to mature the body of Christ, if we continue to obey and put our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and do our part. I will do my part and I encourage you to do your part. It's never been too late for anybody in the kingdom of God. It is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. It is not a matter of eating or drinking or studying, but it depends on your relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. So before I begin, you can watch us and follow us via live streaming by going to SOGMI.org slash live or find us on YouTube. And while you're at it, like us on YouTube. If you can subscribe to our podcast, I appreciate it. And like us, even though sometimes you don't like what I'm teaching, but uh, my, uh, it is my job to share what I've been getting from the Lord. And also, if you missed any of the previous broadcast, we are on Spotify. I have been conducting leadership training and prophetic school and business school to those who are really hungry and be a part of this move of God. I'm not going to do one-on-one meeting or counseling, okay? I'm not going to do that. I will train those that are really hungry and wanting to do things God's ways in our days. Uh, You know, the move of the Holy Spirit is just so tender and is so awesome that every services that we had, especially those Wednesday services, the Holy Spirit would move. And just like two weeks ago, it was just amazing. God has given us so much and we were empowered by the Holy Spirit that night. And I know my life is not the same. I am moving forward. Last broadcast, because this needs to be taught, it is a failure of the leadership in the body of Christ for many years not to teach and address sensitive and critical issues. And this move of God, we're not just going to go sweet by and by. It's not going to be business as usual. We have never been this way before. 
we have to really tune in in touch and connected with the Holy Spirit and follow his leading. So last week, I focused on the critical issues about submission that is being taught in the church. The teachings we heard, including Mike and I, for so many years, and I got into big trouble, and I shared that with you last week. I got into trouble because I obeyed men instead of God. And it is an assignment that was given directly by the Lord. And, and signs and wonders follow, continue to manifest in those prayer meetings. But because it is the way it was taught, and Mike and I are new. We are newlyweds, and we are new in the leadership position, not in that degree. Because we are both leaders called to be in the leadership position from the very beginning. But we were learning, just like I said before, and I'll continue to repeat this for you. Revelation from the Holy Spirit is progressive. So I shared with you that when it comes to accountability, if God assigns you, gave you a position, or commanded you to do something, you are accountable to him, not man. No excuses. And I shared with you why now I am really adamant and focused in following the instruction from the Lord in spite of the pressure from men. And I shared with you the reason. And I just want to remind you, if God is the one who gives you the assignment or place and position of authority, what you do with it or don't do with that authority or assignment not only affects you and your loved ones, but it also affects the other people, especially those that are in the body of Christ and those that are within your sphere of influence. You are accountable to God first and foremost concerning that assignment. I repeat, in marriages for Christians, the husband is assigned leadership of that household if you're both followers of our Lord Jesus Christ. The husband has a tremendous responsibility to be like Jesus Christ and the church. He has this responsibility to provide godly leadership in that marriage, upon that household. He is responsible first and foremost, in taking care of that family and protecting those family to lead a godly example. So the husband must reflect Jesus in that marriage, in that family. That is a great responsibility upon the husband. Now, if you are a married woman like me or a mother and work for a company, while you're working in that company, while you are in their hours, you are accountable to your boss or employer and not to your husband. If you are an executive of that company, then you do your job, use your authority within that influence, and you are not submitted to your husband. Now, it's another matter if you and your husband talking about resigning, giving up the job, or keeping the job, then they have to discuss it and make a united decision, and they must submit to one another in love. 
Now, when it comes to the kingdom of our God, since the Galatians is very clear, in the kingdom of our God, there is neither male nor female, Jews nor Greek, slave nor free, but we are all one in Christ. We are all members of the body of Christ. And Jesus is the head. So now, if that same woman is called in the front lines, in the ministry, as a leader, a prophet, apostle, evangelist, teacher, or pastor in the kingdom of God, then she is directly accountable to our Lord Jesus Christ and not to the husband. Because when it comes to the kingdom of our God, Jesus is the head. He is actually our husband. And the husbands, the male and female, they're all part of the bride of Christ. And Jesus is the bride's groom. Consider Deborah, the judge of Israel, a married woman. Deborah did not hear or judge the nation of Israel in their house, but she goes to hear cases at the court of palms of Deborah. Not in their house, because in their house, in their marriage, Mr. Lafidoth was the head of the household. I repeat, not in the ministry. Jesus is the head of that ministry and not the husband. So the submission between a woman and a husband, it does not apply to the church or ministry if the woman or the wife or both husband and wife are called in the front lines. Husbands are not automatically leaders. That is up to God. And I just mentioned this because I'm in the front lines. It is easier for guys to hold the leadership position in the ministry. In the corporate ladder, all I did is work twice as hard as my counterparts. That's how I made it. It was okay for me to hold an executive position in the corporate arena. It is difficult to hold a leadership position in the kingdom of God. Why is that? It should be easier. But from my experience, and that's why I am teaching this, to make things easier for both husbands and wife to understand the kingdom of our God. It is difficult. Receive a lot of opposition. But I always remind myself that people did not put me in my position in the kingdom of our God. It is God who appointed it. So therefore, no matter what, I am accountable to our Lord Jesus Christ first and foremost, and no excuses. Now, example, if Mike, my husband, well, he's praying to the Lord one time and he received an instruction from the Lord to hold a conference someplace else and to send me there. He got that instruction from the Holy Spirit and now he told me, hey, the Lord said you speak at the conference. I am accountable not just to God but to Mike to follow the vision and the instruction that he received from God. I'm accountable to him, and I'm accountable to God. Sometimes we are beginning to get used to this. Mike will address me, or if he talks about me at the podium, 
he addressed me as Pastor Chris and not Babe, which he calls me. One time, he already introduced me. I was already at the podium. And he was trying to get my attention over something, waved at me, and then called me, Babe. I was already at the podium. I was, and I laughed and I asked him, did you just call me Babe after addressing me as Pastor Chris? The congregation laughed. They enjoyed that. But this is what Mike, when Mike introduced me as Pastor Chris, it means to say that he is acknowledging before God and before the congregation that he acknowledge and know that I have spiritual authority as a pastor. When I take that podium to minister, I'm not ministering as Mrs. Sasso, as Mike's wife, but as a spiritual leader. Are you getting this? You are now a member of the family of God. And you are accountable to our God, the Father, to our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the head of the church. You take your post right now, even though you're married, you take that post with authority given to you by our Lord Jesus Christ, and you're being led by the Holy Spirit. That is the true submission. We know that in the corporate arena. It is time for us to teach this. It is time for us to address it, not just to breeze through it, but to hone on it so that the body of Christ will mature. If we teach this, that through the true government or the hierarchy of the church will emerge, and you are going to see more men will be in attendance in our Sunday services. Have you ever wondered why? The majority of the congregants are always women? Is it possible that because of this teaching is not being taught correctly? It's time. I really believe that men will come and take their post in the ministry in the kingdom of our God when this is preached correctly. And more young people will crowd our services even our conferences. I want to remind you that God knows what he's doing when he appointed you or appointed your spouse or appointed me. Keep that in mind and also keep in mind that he is a holy and a just God and he does not play favorites. He is an all-knowing God. To question God's appointments is to question his authority. To stop people from obeying God is questioning and defying the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is room for everybody, and we need to encourage each other. We need to pray for one another to take their post, to manifest their blessings. God ordained relationship for them to have heaven on earth, that their marriage is far greater and sweeter than ours, that they will be stronger than ever. That is for the glory of God. We need to teach and mature God's people so that everybody will all be a part of the transfer of wealth and influence. There is enough blessings for everybody. 
I want to remind you about that, brothers and sisters. There should be no jealousy or competition in the body of Christ. Because from my experience, knowing God and my personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ, my love for Him and His love for me compels me to share Him to others, to get people saved. And this is the time. Time is of the essence right now. We are in a new season. We've never been this way before and might as well pray for one another and provide room for everybody else. If you are one of those who criticize and call forth and proclaim judgment, there is no such thing as a correcting ministry. That is the job of the Holy Spirit. Now that I made many new friends with this teaching, let me transition in preparation for that greater anointing, supernatural manifestations, and for the transfer of wealth and influence. I know you still love me. You know, if you've been listening to this radio broadcast, I never change my tune. When I hear from God, I'm compelled to share them with you. I will not hold any punches because I am not doing you a favor if I'll do that. You are matured enough. God knows your heart. And if you don't understand, if you're in agreement with what I'm saying, pray in the Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal things. And that is my prayer too. On the things that you don't understand, that God made things clear to you. Amen. I know that God has been tugging your heart, brother, that you were saying that if you knew then what you know now, that things will be different, you can still make a difference. It's not too late. That is why you're listening to this program. It's because God is telling you and talking to you right now, personally, that you can do greater works in this season. Amen? All you need to do is to ask Him. Learn fresh. Be teachable, and the Holy Spirit will take over. Because in a blink of an eye, things will change. As part of the preparation, I'm going to breeze through this. Each and every one of us must be a good soldier, must be an athlete, must be a farmer. And I'm talking about teachings of Second Timothy chapter 2, starting with verse 1 through 7. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrusted to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. This is why you are being called right now. God has a confidence on you that he can rely on you that you will qualify to teach others or to mentor others. Verse 3, Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. The revelation that we have for today is, you belong to the army of God, you are now a soldier, or belong to the army of our Lord Jesus Christ, and everything that you do, he must be the Lord. It must be his ways of doing things. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, 
he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. It is God's commands. Those are the rules. It is God's ways of doing things. Like, for example, if you want to go to the Olympics, there are certain requirements that you needed. You have to compete, you have to qualify, you have to be physically tested, and you have to finish the race. Verse 6, the hardworking farmer shall be the first to receive a share of the crops. I like that. The hardworking farmer shall be the first to receive a share of the crops. You know, farmers, there's so much wisdom in farming. The farmers set aside the best seed that they have. And that's where they plant. They prepare for the planting, the best seed, and they prepare for the harvest. They waited patiently for the harvest, but they know when it's harvest time. So you need to be like a farmer who knows when to sow and sow your best seed and you prepare for the harvest. Now God is preparing us for the harvest. Verse 7, reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all this. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all this. We received prophecies, and I released them over this radio. Also, the Lord gave us 11 principles for the transfer of wealth. The number one is take an inventory of your life as a whole. Whether you're working, whether you have a business, whether you're in the ministry, or wherever you're at, take an inventory of your life. Those things that are not from God, you need to get rid of them. You need to make the necessary correction. You need to be responsible. And that is the revelation. The teachings that I addressed again about submission That's the inventory that we need to get rid of in the body of Christ, and we need to teach them the true submission in the kingdom of our God, God's ways of doing things. And also, if you own a company or the Lord has given you a vision to start a new company, always remember about submission of authority. Whoever gave you that concept, that vision, Whoever gave you the inspiration, answer, or methods, you are accountable to that person. It is time for us to submit to God the way we operate our businesses. We must be the best employee. And as an employer, we must train and cross-train our employees to prepare them for a better position or a brighter future. We must be generous with that. They need to be trained so that even when they leave, they are in a better position because you trained them. You gave them that opportunity. You know, we have so many rain, and I thank God for the rain. It is so green. But weeds started also sprouting everywhere. And I noticed, I have observed by experience that When the soil is fertile and when the ground is wet, that is the best time to pull them weeds. At the same time, in the kingdom of our God, 
The anointing is different. I'm not doing anything special. I don't pray longer. My preparation is the same. But the presence of God, I sense Him and I sense His presence everywhere. So take an inventory of our life and those that are not from God, the Holy Spirit will make those clear to you. Pull them. They're the weeds. They're not supposed to be in our garden. Pull them weeds. And now that the anointing is ever present, it is easier to make the necessary correction and adjustment. All right? Holy Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for manifestation, instant manifestations of healing upon your people. In the name of Jesus, upon my brothers, upon my sister, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that they are part of this transfer of wealth and influence, this great move in the history of the church. And I thank you, Father, for making a way when there seems to be no way. Thank you, Lord, for confirmation. And thank you for the prodigal sons and daughters, even husbands that left he is on his way back. Okay? Prepare to forgive. It is a new beginning and the beginning of many beginnings for you. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Helotus, Texas 78023.